on this episode of the AIE Podcast. AIE wants to pick your brains. Blizzard is serving up your Thanksgiving appetizer. To Narshada and beyond. AIE is venturing forth into the Bosch Gen front. And we are talking to ourselves. Yeah, we do that. A lot. All that and much more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. And welcome to episode 355 of the podcast celebrating you, the LAAYAKDAS gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. This is Bukow. And to my left is Makala. Hey guys, there are pumpkin tarts and croissants in the guild kitchen. And they are yummy. And to her right, or my right, or someone's right, is Tetsemi. Spreadsheets. I have lots of spreadsheets. Lots of leveling. It's about that time of the year. Yep. Uh, this week, we are talking to ourselves, because we don't do enough of that. So welcome to us. Yay! Thank you for coming to the show! Hey, chat room. Hi, chat room. Hello. Uh, do we want to go around the room first, or do we want to wait and wade into the news first and then Let's get into it? Knock out the news, and then okay. we will go in. We'll do. We'll do what we do at the end with our discussion topic. How's that? Right, and I'm, honestly, good. one of my highlights of the week actually rolls into our discussion topic. Oh. All right, then let's start with AIE news. AIE News. And we're going to start in the community section and talk about mandatory fun nights, where the fun is mandatory, but the attendance is not. Sundays, in about 20 minutes, STO starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And then tomorrow, Monday, we have Guild Wars 2 starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. On Tuesdays, we have SWOTOR at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Max Time. Then on Wednesdays, we have Final Fantasy XIV at 9 p.m. Eastern. Then on Friday, we have ESO at 9 p.m. Eastern. Followed by Final Fantasy XIV Late Night at 11 p.m. Eastern. And then Saturday is a pretty full day. We start with Lord of the Rings Online at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Followed by Final Fantasy XIV Map Nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And we finish that up with New Braid in WoW at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we are starting to brainstorm new unique activities and events for our community. We wanted your thoughts on ideas uh, we've had recently on ways we might all have more fun together. Uh, there's no guarantee that we'll be able to get these going, but your input would be great help in building momentum. If you have a couple of minutes, please check out this poll we have that will be linked in the show notes. It's a lot of letters I'm not going to say here. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> all right. And in, in Guild Podcast News, uh, so to our Escape Podcast 357, Digging into the Feast. Uh, the Feast of Prosperity is live, so Max, Sima, and uh, EPC357 dig into it and get their first taste of this great new event. 
And in Sotor Escape Podcast 358, The Mandalorian Season 1 Recap. Ooh. Nice. Um, season 2 of The Mandalorian is finally here. And they do a quick uh, recap of Season 1 to get everybody ready. And oh my gosh, that first episode was amazing. Yeah. I hear nothing. So, okay, good. Sorry. We won't spoil anything, but nope. like, well, last. Okay. Just, 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 yes. Once you, once you watch it, if you need any confirmation, yes, that is definitely what that was at the end. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> and in, in Working Class Nerds, episode 86, Sotor Bromance, Marcus is joined with Kitty Kisses to talk about Sotor. Will it, Marcus talking about Sotor on a podcast? That's so unusual. And they also talk about what a bromance is. Oh, yeah. I love a good bromance. Um, Star Trek Online, Fleet Action Report 15, Basic Features. This time, Nicodus and Grebog talk about the basic features of the game, from the core settings, your HUD setup, to keybinds, and more. After all that, they discuss the Delta, Temporal, and Gamma recruits. And while they sadly cannot be created, uh, to keep your eyes out and create one if they bring back um, the availability temporarily. And in Fleet Action Report 16, Enemies Part 3, Gorn, Breen, and Voth. Um, the folks are fighting fighting for the fates of the Deferi people. They engage in some older enemies in STO and maybe one of the newer threats. They go into details on the Gorn, the Breen, and the Voth. They cover various aspects in space and ground combat compact that each brings in the combat. So you know what, to ex- what you're getting into. And speaking of space, in Nomad's Dual Universe, the organization ran two separate rescue operations to save a member who'd run into trouble. New ships and buildings are being constructed by all members of the organization. This week, be sure to check out pictures of the PKH Basco's latest ship in the Dual Universe channel in Discord. Max, meanwhile, is busy working at building the first anti-grav ship in the org. We all can't wait to see what he comes up with. The organization is planning for the next Alioth Aerospace Expo to be held in January. The org is also looking at possible relocation sites with room for all of us to gather. The biggest news in Dual Universe this week is that the current area safe zone triangle will be remaining PvP free. This opens up several more planets and moons along with a large area of space in which people can safely build without concerns for having their assets blown up by pirates. We're watching you, Lank. Hey, just because he's done it before. <laughs> He'll do it again. And in uh, WoW news, WoW's anniversary is now live with a 16% rep and experience bonus. Also, the Shadowlands pre-patch has been announced and is dropping November 10th with in-game events. And keep an eye on New Braid with, for the pre-patch world boss because they're going to do it all together. Then we have the actual Shadowlands expansion launch is Monday, November 23rd at 3 p.m. Pacific time and 6 p.m. Eastern time. It's basically launching everywhere in the world at the same exact time, so it's just kind of rolling around. Um, yeah, it's, it's a worldwide simultaneous launch, so everyone gets it at the same time. No weirdness like we've done in the past. Nope, except then, for Arizona, because we went from well, getting you know. it at 3 to now getting it at 4. Anyway. <laughs> The Alliance Guild. Uh, uh, wait, no. Did I skip a part? Yeah. 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 No, uh, normal and heroic raiding opens up December eighth, with Mythic LFR Wing One launching on December fifteenth. LFR Wing Two will launch January fifth, and the rest of the LFR wings will open every two weeks afterwards. Yep. 
The Alliance Guild is just over 600 members, with all the people creating new alts or bringing characters over due to the 30% off Blizzard services sale. So get on that while it's still around. If it's Definitely. still around. I think it's still around. I think it is. Um, yeah, I just used it a few days ago. I, I think it's um, until the expansion launches on the 23rd. Makes sense. <clears throat> the in-game guild finder is how we do many of our invites, so please remember, once you've put in an application on either side, the officers will review it, approve it, once it's been re- approved, you need to go back to the guild community panel and accept the approved invitation and you're in the guild. It's, it's a little extra step and it doesn't even tell you that it's happened. So you yourself have to go to the guild panel and say, oh, accept this invite. Yep. <clears throat> and going back in time into WoW Classic, the UO raid team cleared a Blackwing Lair for the first time. Um, they would like you to join them for Molten Core on Saturdays with Blackwing Lair on Sundays. And starting on AQ40 with one out of nine bosses so far. That was a pretty hard raid, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, Guild chat is connected by Greenwall with the United Ogremar, which is the UO I said before. Um, And feel free to chat and group up and level with our friends over there. And then, of course, we have Vanilla Sunday Fun Days. Um, They're starting a tentative holiday schedule for November, December. Keep an eye on the Discord channel for updates each week. And due to the time change, we will be starting at 1 p.m. Eastern because Arizona stays put and everyone else shifts. Yep. And you guys should all stay put with us. <laughs> if you're active in WoW retail, that means you're able to play WoW Classic 2. Let us know if you make a tune, need a guild invite, or bags to get started. Awesome. All right. And in SOTOR news, during the MFN this week, among other things, BC took everyone to Narshada to make sure that... They had one of the missions for the new Feast of Prosperity event, and then they went to kill the WB for that mission. By the end of the evening... Oh, thank you. World boss. Wow. I can read notes. Um, By the end of the evening, they basically had their conquest target for the week well handled. They also came into the Mandalorian garb uh, to celebrate the beginning of Season 2 of The Mandalorian, as seen on Disney+. Plus. You can see pics on Discord in... um, the at um, SSO. That screenshots or didn't happen. Yep. Thank you. Oh my God. I can't read today. No, it's screenshots okay. or it didn't happen. <laughs> I had no um, idea what it was. Thank Sewer you. <laughs> I, I know. It definitely is, you know, it is, is a channel there. Yeah. So that is, yes, we most certainly do have that. All right. Uh, last month's mega was epic. Not only did they have spooky costumes, but they got together and acquired the fleet datacron. It was very gratifying to see how many people still needed it and were able to get that due to the hard work in Mega. Uh, repeat P- Just a repeat PSA, if you have not required acquired your Vanguard Squadron inspired mini pet offered due to the release of um, Star Wars Squadrons, be sure to log in before November 7th before it is gone. Um, also, be sure to log in for Friday nights uh, for Flashpoints, Achievements, and Megas. Also, let BC and Marcus know if there's things you'd like to have them do in MFN or Mega. I hear they're open to all kinds of, you know, possibilities. Exactly. All right. And in ESO news, recent MFNs have been focused on killing the various bosses as part of the Witches Festival that runs through November 3rd at 10 a.m. Eastern. We have continued the tradition of following Kenny off cliffs and getting lost while searching for Sky Shards. Weekly mandatory fun nights will either be zone clears, public dungeon clears, or dungeon runs until the next event. Please feel free to raid the guild bank for items your characters might need. 
And over in Final Fantasy XIV, map nights continue to run on Saturday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, meeting up at the FC house prior to rolling out. Maps, loot, fun is also to be had, and we just need you to show up. Uh, Maps are not required to attend, but I definitely recommend that you bring one or two. They're really easy to grab. Um, uh, Bring a level 80 on one of your classes, and all of the Shadowbringer zones need to be unlocked as well, because they go all over the place. Um, And This is just in case you just dinked to to 80 prior to unlocking the final zone. It, It happens, but there's a final zone that you may not know about, and you need to make sure you've unlocked it before you join for the map nights, because a lot of maps there happen there, actually. Uh, flying does not have to be unlocked, as we do have many folks with multi-person mounts now, but it's helpful if you do. Uh, if you don't have an 80 yet, stay tuned, as we do fill in level 70 map nights and level 60 map nights from time to time. Then on Thursday nights, AA is also venturing into Boz Gen front to help unlock the rewards for the new zone in progress to the story of the Boz Gen Resistance. We want to take the fight to the 4th Imperial Legion. Again, we meet up at the SC house, but at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, being part of a group is much safer and much more fun in this content, and they hope to see you there. And I definitely recommend groups. While you can solo it, it's a lot trickier because you can, rem- like Final Fantasy XI and Eureka, if you did Eureka um, uh, last expansion, you, you can lose experience. Well, you can, get, you can lose experience if you die. Yeah. Oh, wow. No one wants that. Yeah. So you, you, but they, they fi- did fix it. You don't de-level. So you, you mm-hmm. keep right. the level you've earned, but you will de- experience. So you don't want that. Um, yeah, you want to stay in a big group if you can help it. So basically, it's dangerous to go alone. Pretty much. Here, take this. Yes, yep. exactly. And by this, that means AIE. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. In an STO news, Aspire Holding and Embassy Holdings are working towards their last tier upgrade projects, and they will be done. Uh, Dent is still running the Fleet Nights on Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, which is in eight minutes, people. Yep. In Guild Wars 2 news, November 30th is the next Dungeons and More Night, starting at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. Mad Kings runs till November 3rd, so make sure you get in there while you can. And in Lord of the Rings Online, the Harvest Festival, Harvest, sorry, Harvest Math Festival is back through November 24th. We're also looking to bring back the Chicken Play Race in the near future, so stay tuned for more details. All right, uh, we're done with the news, so we're going to talk about what we've been up to and address the question of the episode. Yes. All right, so looks like our... Do we want to do what we've been up to first, yeah, then? Yeah, let's do that, and okay. that'll lead into, I think, McCullough's discussion of uh, her favorite in-game holiday event. Yeah. Well, or, or, or game, you know, related thing. Yeah. Well, so let's start with Macala since she's first alphabetically and see what you've been up to since last time we talked. Oh, certainly. Um, you know, um, Halloween happened, so we um, actually did have quite the a bit of a feast. Um, not as pretty as yours as our pictures from yours. Um, but we did a uh, fall stew. I baked croissants and our pumpkin tarts. So those actually really are in the guild kitchen. Um, and the rest of yummy. Halloween, not kidding. Um, Halloween. No, they are good. Um, Halloween was also spent doing what I love doing, gaming. We um, had a vampire fight in our D&D game, uh, which was a blast, except for the fact that the vampire was after my character's blood specifically. So we ended with, a, you know, with her getting tackled. So that's, that's why I do on Halloween. You want to fight a vampire. 
No, it made it sound like you were having a vampire fight, like a you know, like two vampires fighting each other, and you were. Oh no, 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 no! We were fighting a vampire, Um, and our our DM did just let us know that we are going to be once this part of the story is over, we're going to be taking a few weeks and doing some one shot adventures with different characters. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. We finished in um, SJ's little campaign we've been doing on and off. We switch off with our Thursday nights with this. We finished the first part of our adventure, which literally was, I think, eight sessions traveling 20 days along this road. So it oh, was geez. very fun. It was really neat, though, because it was a lot of character building. Um, it's because she does um, it's a dungeon in a box. Um, and she has lots of really great resources and really cool, interesting NPCs. Um, so it was a little slower going, um, but it's neat because the other game and that um, the other campaign we're doing with that particular group, it's more combat oriented. So it's kind of neat, neat to have those two dichotomies. Very cool. um, other than that, working a lot, um, but I'm not working this week because I am off um, yep. hiking a ton um, because we don't really do much anymore. I'm, cooking and baking even more than normal which was always a lot yep um so that's what i've been doing this week besides my um my answer to our this week's question i'll get into that when we get to that topic cute all right well there's only three of us so that means it leaves tets what have you been up to so uh leveling <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking advantage of this um lull shall we say in getting the you know all our add-ons and wow sorted and all that um working a ton but uh when i get a chance i've been leveling my volpira enhancement shaman so that i can get the um heritage armor or the allied race armor whatever you call it um get that unlocked um which you have to get at 50 now instead of before you would get it at i think 110 yeah, instead of one twenty, so. but now you got to go all the way to fifty uh, to unlock it, which is fine. I mean, the the yeah. difference between forty five and fifty is you know an hour maybe, um, especially now that you get the sixteen percent rep bonus, and Dark Moon Fair is in town. So as long as you're not dying a lot, which you shouldn't be leveling, um, you get the sixteen percent bonus from the anniversary event plus the what is it ten percent bonus from the carousel as well 5% or 10% from the the carousel I think it's I think it's 10% Yeah So yeah like And you can also get that top hat which I think is that it, Yeah that's top another, hat add to it That's another 5% on top of it something like that 5%, There's there's yeah, a lot yeah. And then I yes. think the 300% XP potions or whatever those were um those don't work until you hit 40 or 45 if I'm not mistaken um Unless they took those out, I'm trying to remember something. So I think they get, I think they get rid of a lot of that kind of they stuff. Did, yeah, they the, did. But because if you go chromie time, you just rip through things. Yeah, it's it's fast. I'm um, I'm I took her from ten to I think she had thirty eight, thirty nine in in Dragon Blight. Yeah, you know, I went Borean Tundra to Dragon Blight. And now over to Grizzly Hills, and I'm 46, almost 47 in Grizzly Hills. So mm. the the purported, you can see the entire expansion 
storyline. <laughs> um, no, you no. Hit, you you even without heirlooms, you hit the well. You hit the level cap too fast. Yeah, heirlooms don't help um, that anymore. All heirlooms do is they might give you more rested experience, but that's not well, actually uh, doing that's anything. The thing. All my characters have rested experience. So yeah, like the first, you know, ten to twenty or whatever. Since the heirloom, the six piece set reduces the amount of rested XP actually used up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's like instead of I think it cuts up by a third or or two, th- whatever it is. But the rest of the XP stays a lot longer. So if you're mm-hmm. not focusing on one character and you're just, you know, like running until you hit rest of XP, throw them back in the end, do the next one, um, it it still helps. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I like the new leveling. It seems like you get something every level, every other level. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's a lot of fun. Um, also doing a ton of guild invites. I'll do like literally I'll go out and do three or four quests, go turn them in, log out, go to the horde guild, accept it, <laughs> accept or approve uh you know, people replying to the guild, switch over to the alliance side character, do the same thing, then go back to my other character and start leveling again. So I've been, you know, every thirty minutes to an hour just logging out, approving apps and stuff and going in. Um, I'm, I'm really enjoying the reduced leveling time. I just wish there was a better way to, I, I wish they had uh final fantasy 14's main story quest or mm-hmm. SOTOR's um, planetary track where it's like, just do this line. Yeah. Because they didn't really get into that until BFA, really. Right. No. And um, in the beta, you definitely see that it de- it splits it out into this is the main story. These are your side uh-huh. quests. Um, yeah. So if you just want to follow the main storyline on a character without doing all the side quests, you can just know that. In the you're gonna have to go back and do those side quests to unlock world quests and other things in that area. Yeah. Um, so you may as well do them while you're leveling, but that's up to you know how people like to play. Um, yeah. So, That'll be useful for anyone coming on an alt and doesn't want to do the full experience. I imagine. And then they right. just hit yeah, all the side quests. Like if you get your first character to sixty, and then bring the next character through, pick the covenant right away, and you just wanna you know, start leveling that character. It helps a lot. Um, so doing that played a little bit of Genshin impact. Um, I'm still, I think, I think I'm at that break point where I need to get, I've got all my characters to 20, Mm. but they can't go past that until I advance a certain storyline and open up a new area or something. I, I, it's adventure right. ranks typically. Yeah, it adventure was, ranks. Is I think where I have that to is. build. Don't you have to build a weapon or something? No, the weapons are just like the characters. Yeah, the, yeah. the weapons are just like the characters that they level the same way characters okay. do. So yeah, it's when you get to certain adventure ranks, then it lets oh, you. Oh, that's okay. That's what more. it is. Yeah, I've got all my characters at twenty, but my adventure rank isn't twenty yet, so I can't advance the storyline. Um, so I've got to go around and do a bunch of you know, the, the 
what they I don't know what they call them, but they're basically the world quests for that level. Yeah, yeah, you've got um, world quests, you've got elite bosses, you got some of their little tiny dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's so, a lot uh, of stuff you can do. Yeah. Been having fun in that. Um poked in the new Minecraft expansion, uh caves and something else that looks that was interesting. Um hmm. so we're probably my daughter and I will probably restart a uh, a new Minecraft world because we have the uh, Minecraft Realm subscription. Um, uh, so we, we've got three worlds essentially available, and we just clear out one and start over again once a new uh, expansion comes out. Uh, so we'll do that. Um, played a bit of Among Us. I think that was since last time, wasn't it, Hev? Um, no, I think we talked about the fact that we needed to ground our child mm. because she killed us both. Um, the Hordling killed us both in Among Us. Yeah, wasn't that, oh, it was that was rude. just Monday, wasn't it? Was it? No, it was it was the Monday before oh, last. It was oh, mo- yeah. Monday before last. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the Hordling killed us. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Kid is sus. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Kid is very sus. Uh, kid is very. Yeah. Red? We, was she wearing red? No, she was in blue, of course. Oh, okay. Second sus. Colors. <laughs> what? Are oh they? yeah, yeah. No, Chet had no idea. Um. Yes, yeah, well, because they have that one <laughs> quiz in Among, or not that one task, where you have to connect the four wires. The wires, yeah. And the blue and the Poor purple. Dude. Oh my god! You know, I could see the difference, but uh, you know, like half the time I was doing purple to oh, not there. Okay, there. So yeah. I wasn't doing as and quickly as I could, but they've said they're they're actually working on a colorblind mode. Yeah, so. they added symbols now on either side, so it's like connect X to X and square to square. Mm-hmm. It's based on the um, controller, I think it's X uh, square, okay. circle, and oh, triangle. The, um, the funniest, the funniest thing though was she killed me, and I'm sitting there like, how many? And and Tat and I are next to each other. Um, so she killed me, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just I'm being quiet. She was upstairs <laughs> in her room, um, with her laptop, and then I just hear from him, I'm going to ground her. <laughs> <laughs> yep, amazing. Yes, yeah. Um. So that we did not do our D and D adventure this week, uh, because oh, if I have to mention this, uh, it is AI related, sort of tangentially. Anyway, go hey, to Ben Bumhofer's channel on YouTube and look up the Howling episode that Nevermore did. It's like four and a half hours. It's a D and D session. They all played dogs. They, oh, it was yep. amazing. It's wow. it's it's just adorable. You, it's something to see. So he's and, got the video up on his YouTube job. channel. Yeah, she did a great job as a first time DM. I know she yeah. was very nervous, but she'd gotten the, no, just um, just adorable. The the miniatures of all the dogs, and so they all had their characters and stuff like that. So yeah, that was that was amazing. Um, but that's what I've been up to. What about you, Mew? Oh. Oh, a couple things. Um, yeah, probably I would say the majority of my time I've been probably messing around that Genshin thing just because it just kind of hits things just right. Yeah, the um, timing's perfect. Um, yeah, well, timing's perfect and just the way it plays is a lot of fun. And it probably helps I've had two really lucky rolls. Um, Did you get on two, six stars? Uh, I think it's five stars. Five stars. Is the highest you can... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, two different times I've got rolls where it was like... One roll was a five star and a four star, and then just like a couple days ago, I had two five stars and a four star. Oh, nice! And, yeah, 
which is just, I mean, it's a, a very unusual. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but because of that latest role of actually having to change how I do everything, because I finally <laughs> got a, a a second ice character. Because right. the one they give you for free is kind of isn't really all that strong. Yeah. But this other one is a healer slash damage, so oh, it does tons nice. of damage and then heals as they're doing damage. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, I love those characters. That sounds delightful. So, well, yeah. it, it changes the whole game up because one of the things that they don't really get too into is the elemental interactions are like how you do this game. Yeah. And if you are hitting them with lightning and ice, then you destroy their armor. Yeah. So now that I have an ice character, I can now start ripping through things because I always have a lightning character because I have a couple good ones. And then I just can rip through things as lightning, ice, dead. Yeah. I... So I basically have to change like the whole game up a bit. So now I'm having to scramble and get some of the stuff to level things up. And <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's. it's so you, still have, a you have a discipline game. mage, is what you have. <laughs> Yes. Ice and healing. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, and and it's it's still striking just how easy it is to get good stuff in that game without paying money. Yeah. Like absolutely. It's it's completely yeah. It's completely RNG. And I've I've of course bought the uh, the there's like a five dollar like it gives you a daily you know a little bit of stuff like, a like that's the best value. Yeah. Yeah. Well. They have an actual battle pass too that you can buy, which is too is also a worth a lot. Of, like they have some stuff like if you just want to spend a tiny bit of money, like it's they they can definitely give you the best bang for the buck. But you know they're they're of course tempting those whales that'll just throw thousands on the game. Oh and yeah, like it's you amazing. Want, you you watch you the want videos. hundred chances at this here. Give us money and you get a hundred yep. chances for it. Yeah. Yeah, one of the guys that um, I think his name is M Tashed. Um, he he's normally a Destiny player and he got hooked into this game and he <laughs> has like this. $3,000 account. And he said, you know what? I'm going to try free-to-play. His free-to-play character is actually better than his oh, $3,000. Yeah. Like, that's just how the game how? works. Like, yeah. it's it's basically the proof. Like, throwing money at it isn't going to do anything. You're just getting more chances out of the thing. If you if those chances are still bad, yeah. you're, you're not any better right. off than someone that's free-to-play. Like, it's right. just amazing. Yeah. No, but, it's uh, like, yeah. you know, like the Headless Horseman. You can go eight years, kill him, no mount, and then uh-huh. somebody plays for the first time and goes... Oh, he drops a mount? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Did, did yeah. you ever, ever get that? Yeah, I mean, the, the, as a recovering, um, you know, 20 alt at a time, headless yeah. horse in person, I've gotten to just one character this year is fine. Yeah. Didn't get it? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, she was after Invincible. Uh, oh, that that's, yes, yeah. Which yes. we don't talk about because no. No. no okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. no. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of a bit of the WoW stuff, I, I actually have finally started getting more back into WoW. I think I think the the break we've had yeah. from it has really helped, and now oh, it's yeah. like, oh, this actually seems interesting now. So you get off the grind, but, you relax, mm-hmm. and then you get back in and go, oh, that thing I was doing constantly, I don't have to worry about. Okay, yeah, oh, I don't have I to grind anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I can, I can go after goals I want to get because they're fun. So. What I did is one of the things that they added in the pre-patch was the ability to tame celestial dragons for hunters. Yes. Oh. So I, on my one panda that had or is already exalted with them, I bought the little book, sent it to my hunter. Couldn't use it. Because you have to get because, exalted with... Yeah. Yeah, so why you can buy the book and uh, like it makes no sense why you... Like nothing that yeah. makes no sense at all. Like I like the panda that I bought it on couldn't use it because they were not a, not hunter. a hunter, but the hunter couldn't use it because they're not exalted. So why is it? A, why is it a binding account? Just yeah. yeah, whatever. So 
the, the hunter also was still sitting at 45 because I basically took them to Zandalar and left them there. That's it. Didn't touch them for the rest of the expansion. So I said, oh. okay, well, I can't. Seema says you <clears throat> don't have to get exalted on your hunter. You have to be exalted on the account that buys the book. Yes, and I, I was. I had a panda that was exalted, had right. the, the cloud serpent, bought the book, sent it to my hunter. My hunter could not use it. What did so it say? Why it said, you must be exalted to use this item. Oh. That's no good. I wonder if they, I, did they hotfix <clears throat> that or, huh? Okay. If they hotfixed it, it didn't fix my item. So either way, gotcha. it, it didn't matter. But it actually worked out for me because what I ended up doing is so I said, okay, hey, Chromie, why don't you send me to Pandoria? Yes, I know this character's already done Pandoria, but send me to Pandoria. Right. Okay, now I'm going to start. Now every day I'm going to do the uh, Cloud Serpent uh, daily quests. Oh, the taming and the, or the yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I used that to level from 45 to 50. So oh, nice. I want to say it took about four or five days, and I got to 50. At, at the same day that I was then exalted with the Cloud Serpents, was able to use the book. Oh. So, ah, very nice. Okay. Yeah, it 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 um it worked out great. So uh so I used used it to ha- finished the quest line and then promptly went to I think Mogushan when was Mogushan Bots and but I also went to the Shadow Pan Temple. Right. Because there's a one there too yeah. and tamed both of those. <laughs> so and then <clears throat> and then there's a trick I don't I probably don't want to do it because I don't want to PVP, but if you have the PVP trinket um for the being an Azoth agent Mm-hmm. You can also tame the cloud serpents that are in uh, the uh, valley because oh, you can okay. you go war mode, turn yourself into a neutral agent, and then the cloud serpents become hostile to you. Then you can tame them. Oh, so interesting. Interesting. So if, if so, if you if you don't mind a little PVP, which it'll be a lot harder to do now. Like this was something you probably got in the beginning of the expansion when everybody was doing world, world PVP yeah. and, and and whatnot, because you had to like do that thing where you became an assassin of the right. other side and then it gave you a quest and then you had to complete the quest. And yeah, it's, it's, it's probably a lot harder to do now, but, uh, but yeah, I, I have, <clears throat> I was going to say, I've heard of a lot of people leveling in war mode just for the extra bonus, even, you know, even now. So I'm sure there's targets out there if you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can find something. It'll just be a little harder, but yeah. I mean, I have, I have a spirit beast, uh, a celestial dragon and a regular celestial dragon. So I, I basically have my my flanking um, mobs now, and I got nice. to run through Pandaria again. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, that was actually a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah, and then I, of course, then I finally ran through all the BFA stuff because you know now you don't have to do the war campaign. You can just do a little bit of it, and then you can do stuff to do the get the Nazoth, and then yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to do the quest line to get the cloak because the cloak has a nice item level. And that's about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, you know, then the the uh, the hunter will uh, be ready for uh, the expansion because I decided that hunter would probably go to the, which is it the the, the last or no the, the the ones that are having the, din- the dinner parties because yeah the vampire I've always, in um, yeah uh, fancy vampires yeah because I always figured that like, this character was kind of the hoity toity type um, but amusingly this character was yeah Reven Death that's it. Uh, but uh, this character was a blood elf and has been a blood elf since they were yeah. created. But you know, I kind of thought, you know what? They have this thirty percent off thing. You know That's who else is kind of hoity-toity? Is those yeah. uh, the Nightborn? Mm-hmm. So I switched Very that character much. over to a Nightborn. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, 
Yeah, and it, it worked out pretty well. It actually looks really nice. And and I the, like the the thing that kind of bugs me at the blood elves is they're so tiny. Yeah, like it's and because well, the nightborn are based on the night elf skeletal structure, they're, they're tall. Right, they're a lot bigger. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. So like like the the equipment that that character has looks totally different on this taller, lengthier oh, yeah. um, character. Um, and it also has these giant ears. But one of the things I did notice is that they didn't give the night elf customizations to the nightborn or whatever. No, not yet. They they kept theirs. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of curious if they're going to change that because they did give the blood elf ones to the void elves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, it's You're weird like, they didn't. Go back with it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so now my my new goal will be uh, getting transmog because apparently I don't play male characters very often, like like uh, chain male characters uh, very mm-hmm. often. Well, so I need it's hunters to... and shamans. So exactly, yeah. Right. And amusingly enough, the next character I need to level up to fifty is a shaman. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, yeah. If you if you haven't grabbed it already, better wardrobe and transmog add-on. I, I do need to get a new one because the one I had is kind of old. Yeah. Well, this one, the nice thing. Because that's the other thing I've been doing uh, is filling out what they call recolor or alternate sets. Because you have the Blizzard official, these are sets in the in the mm-hmm. transmog book. Yeah, this yep. add-on adds a second tab to that, and will show you all the rest of the of the non-official sets. So there's like a three-piece set uh, that you get for leveling through the Barons. There's uh, the frost scale set, which is the chain mail set, chain set in um, Northrend, there's four versions of it. There's four recolors of it. And it will show you you've got six of eight of this, seven of eight of this, eight of eight of this. And whenever you mouse over uh, a piece in your inventory or for a quest reward, it'll tell you not only have you collected this. But if you haven't, it'll tell you which recolor set it goes to and how many other pieces of that set you're still missing. So that sounds, it's yeah, because that's addicting for an altaholic. Well, sure, because like that now that I'm I'm able to do some quick leveling and that it's not going to take long to get me the fifties. Well, then I need right. to start making them look nice. So yeah. that's the next step, next logical step to get everyone ready. Yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm actually finally getting a little bit excited for the expansion. Like up until now, I just kind of like eh, whatever it comes, what it comes. And I was like, okay, well, maybe now I'm actually, you know, that that burnout is finally gone, and I can finally enjoy myself. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. And well, and and speaking of coming back to games, I also jumped on to Animal Crossing last night to participate awesome. in the Halloween thing. Yeah, right. Said that. Uh, yeah. Hardling um, said, I think you know she had more trick or treaters at her house than she saw when they were mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, it, it was a lot of it was a fun little event. I, I honestly wish that I would have been told, like, uh, or paid attention to being told about it back in the when the October started, because it was one of the things where you should have been paying attention at the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be buying one piece of candy a day, which is a strange way of doing things. Yeah, because you buy one piece of candy a day, that's it. But it, the reason why is they didn't want you to have like hundreds of pieces of candies because it would essentially ruin the event. Yeah, because the, the event was about scarcity of candy. Right, right, right. So, if you so just like, you up have with this bowl of candy. Yeah, yeah, you basically win the event. So, so yeah. I, I, the thing is, is I had enough to do what I needed to do, but which was, you know, you you give candy to the trick or treaters. They give you stuff. Sometimes they might give you a lollipop. The lollipop is something you give to Jack. Jack then gives you special stuff, and if he if you get enough of his special stuff, you can pretend to be Jack. Yeah, and then 
you go trick or treating, and the other ones are like, ah, Jack, here's some candy. Yeah. So oh, then, fabulous. yeah. So it's just like this, like you can kind of work your way into the system, so you can get everything you want. So yeah, I was able to get a lot of neat items and actually get the recipes to make the items. So you know, it actually worked out pretty well. And, and like I said, I wish I would have you know been paying more attention because uh, you know Halloween events are ones I usually enjoy the most. Um, and speaking of Halloween's, as she alluded earlier, we did have a bit of a feast of our own. Yeah. Um, we uh, did a uh, witch's stew um, with uh, ghosty potatoes on top, um, mashed potatoes, um, we, which we did in our, our, our Instapot to kind of speed things up a little bit, which definitely helped. Like, it would probably would have taken much longer had we done yeah. a traditional uh, pot. But um, And then... If hmm? you use a Dutch oven with a stew, it does actually come together pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, the Instapot does cut a lot of time out. Yeah. Which I need to get there. I've seen they have a little accessory now for, for a little dragon you can put on the steam vent, and then the, the dragon briefs uh, steam out. So cute. But, but uh, we also had um, witch hats, which were made out of croissants, roll stuff. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, all kinds of of pastry stuff. So we had uh, cupcakes, we had brownies, we had uh, what else? Oh, um, we did uh, finally get some like caramel apples and, and dark chocolate apples uh, mm-hmm. put together. So yeah, we we figured since we can't go out, you know, we we try to make it fun inside. And then for the visitors, because oddly enough, we had actually had a lot of visitors. Wow. I yeah, I we I kind of did sort of a barricade of the main door uh, right. because when I didn't have it up there, someone came like about six o'clock. It was still bright as daylight, and a whole group of them came up. And like, whoa, okay, um, we've been like you know. Yeah. six or seven months of no one comes to the door and you're like, Hey, how you doing? And it's kind of, it was a little jarring. Um, so we put up the, the makeshift barricade and then we had, um, we got the Ziploc baggies that had, uh, like a, a little playful skull on it. We filled that with candy and then we put uh, glow sticks in it. So it was easy to see. And so we, then we lined up the, the baggies in front of the barricade saying, you know, hey, you know, we want to keep the tradition alive. We want to make the spirits happy. You know, that's the whole point of Halloween is your, you know, spirits are coming to visit you, placate them, exactly. everything's good. You want your year to go well. Um, so, you know, we, we kept that going. And <clears throat> all in all, like, you know, it, it we actually had a lot of visitors. Um, I want to say it was 17 official trick-or-treaters and then three late-nighters at about midnight that came for the last three bags that were sitting Oh, my there. gosh. Okay. Yeah. They were definitely older kids, but uh, right, right. But you know, I have the the ring camera setups, so you can usually you know see and hear and all that kind of fun stuff. So we did hear is like, oh, cool glow sticks, and you know the it was kind of just amusing to hear the the midnighters. Ah, oh, there's still candy, yay! And they yeah. got to run <laughs> up and grab it. So you know, it's it, it, it's it's we were able to kind of participate while still staying safe and, and, and yeah. you know, not worrying about getting anybody sick um, yeah. and getting struck ourselves and all that fun of stuff. So, you know, that's it, Halloween is one of my favorites. Uh, Christmas being another one. And um, I guess this kind of then segues into the question we have. Yes. And that question being with the holidays upon us, what is your favorite in-game holiday event that you've been part of and or created for others? So let's start with Macaulay. Let's go. Okay. So what when it comes to WoW, um, because I started playing right around Easter time, I started playing during Noble Garden. Yep. Um, so that like to me is one that I'm very um nostalgic about. 
Um, and as frustrated, so that one I love just because that's that's when I started playing and had no idea how to play the game. And then you're hunting for eggs and doing all this fun stuff, and you get all this, you know, these great outfits. So I love that. Um, oddly enough, even though the PvP portion of it kills me. <sighs> I actually like Orphans Week because, and only because I'm vain, the little white-haired Belf looks exactly like my main Macaulay. Mm-hmm. So I would <laughs> always adorable. choose to have little Macaulay with me. Yeah. Mm. Um. So that was an absolute. That so that that is like when it comes to wow. Those are like two of my absolute favorites. Um. And of course. Um. You know, uh, the, the Hollows event and, and the masks and all that. But, you know, Noble Garden has that special a special memory for me. Uh, but something we did this week, we actually did on Wednesday, is we had a, um, and my DM Michael did a great job planning this. Um, we had a Call of Cthulhu one shot. And it was, we ended up planning it where originally it was supposed to be just a, this generic school. Um, you know, private boarding school for these really rich kids. Uh, but because my buddy is playing a very wealthy guy, he's like, hey, can we make it the school that, you know, can I start this school? So it ended up being, so our our main campaign takes place in 1939. The storyline takes place in 2020. Um, so it ended up being, you know, the this, this school that his character started in, you know, in the in the late thirties, and then we got the idea for me playing his character's descendant. So, and then and then most of us ended up actually playing descendants of either our characters or other characters from our main game, and it was a great adventure because it really was a horror movie. Um, oh, and also the fun thing is I planned it where my character's birthday was the next day. She's her birthday that one, November first. Um, the character that is her ancestor, my buddy, he had this horrible thing happen to him the night before his 30th birthday, where there was this massacre at um, Dunswich. He was the only one that walked out of it. Um, so it ended up actually mirroring it almost exact exactly without <laughs> us even really planning it. Nice. So it's so it starts out, we are it's basically Breakfast Club. We're all <laughs> In, in detention, detention. Yeah. Um, when this Halloween party was supposed to happen. <laughs> um, and the principal wanted us to try to get us to be able to, you know, to, okay, do your detention tomorrow. The teacher in charge of detention ha- rates a fuss. So we ended up having to do detention. We were pulled as we we're going to the party. So we're in our costume. Oof. And all of us are actually players are in costume mm. as our characters. Nice. Or I'm sorry, not as, as characters. I actually did two costumes. I did my character, then I did her costume. So her costume, and I'll, I'll post it in the chat, was um, Evie from the Mummy. Um, so we were pulled. So we're pulled as we're going to the party. Um, we're sitting there for hours and hours, you know, in, in the game, and then the ground starts trembling, and we hear screaming, and then we pass out, and we wake up, and all the colors are off, and everything's a little weird. We start. We leave the room. We see the detention teacher being eaten on by two zombies, which are students at the school. Mm. Um, we go to the principal's office. We can't find anything interesting. Like my gun was, but my character um, has a shotgun. 
Um, she was supposed to, the gun was supposed to be there. It wasn't there. We found a note talking about how you know, they were going to summon the great powers, the, you know, the powers of Samiti on um, Samhain. Um, and, you know, take over the, you know, take, you know, they'll, they're going to get power. It's like, oh my God, they, you know, they summoned a zombie, you know, the zombie Lord. So we then went to the gymnasium where we saw the, as this massacre had happened. And then, um, the principal, the, we saw the bones, of the principal in the middle of the circle. And as we approached it, it, you know, became, took form. And it was a servant of Baron Zamidi saying, all right, so something weird happened because you weren't in the middle of the ritual. You're dead, but not fully dead. So if you can get Baron Zamidi's hat, his rum, and his cigar, he might be able to bring you back alive. Hmm. Yeah. So we had this really great adventure through the underground. Um, and with the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game, basically, as you experience more things, you start going crazy. Yeah. Well, you're dealing with, you know, 50, you know, 16 to eight year, 18 year olds. So like our regular characters, we've seen a lot. So the sanity loss isn't, you know, it's not a chance of as much sanity loss, but when you're dealing with a bunch of teenagers, <laughs> like even stuff that, you know, would just roll past our, our adult characters would really affect us. <laughs> so like at the end of the, so we, we, we went through, the underworld and we had to do some time hopping even in the underworld. Like we started in the 1920s and we went to 1888. And of course what happens in 1888, Jack the Ripper. And then we had to go to 16 or 1776. Um, but we're, we're kind of hopping to these time zones in the underworld. And, you know, we're seeing all these awful things. We're becoming you know, very afraid. We're getting new phobias. Um, we see like our classmates being tortured. So that's causing it to be even worse and worse. So we do get all three items. We get back to our time. We're then told to take it and the body of the principal to the graveyard. Um, and then we can use the items there. And Baron's Media will give us our reward, which is, of course, coming back to life. But when after that point, we were now back. We were no longer in the underworld. We were in the real life. So like actually seeing the carnage and the horror of everything that happened. Like we're losing sanity left and right. We get to the graveyard. We're covered in blood. Um, we do the ritual. Everything's fine. And then at the end, the police are swarming us because there's been this weird incident at this private boarding school. <laughs> and literally you end with these six kids covered in blood, surrounded by cops. Nice. Yep. So it was really so it was really great. Um, and the fun thing is because the way we made our characters, we made them viable to use again. And mm. our keeper kind of recognized us, like, yeah, you guys made these so you can use them. So we might do something with them later. <laughs> cool. Um, and I, I'm starting to get some ideas. I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I am poor little rich girl. Um, I might, and I have the funds to, you know, keep us going. So. Uh, so that was my <laughs> Halloween. Um, that was one of the coolest things I've ever done game wise when it comes um, to a holiday event. Very cool. Sorry yeah. for the long story, but that's, no, that was it was fun. Right. And I wanted oh, to share with you. Very again. interesting. Yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah. And we that's did why that's one it. of the reasons I asked the question was because I wanted to see, you know, what kind of fun things 
we'd gotten into. We did try to record it, but we weren't able to. Oh. But we are going to um, <clears throat> see if we can't start recording those um, those particular sessions um, coming up. So we might eventually do a Twitch thing with our gaming group. Nice. Yeah. Alright. What about you, Mew? Oh. Um, it's kind of a 50-50 with me with, with game events. A lot of the times, I mean, uh, I, I tend to look forward to the Christmas ones the most, um, just because it's, you know, it seems to last a little longer. It's kind of like a more universal thing, and uh, it, what makes Christmas edge out for Halloween for me is I'm not really into, like, horror. Like, it doesn't really do anything for me. It's, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not scared of it. Maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> is it's just like it's like right. okay yeah oh scary oh bloody oh okay big deal yeah um, yeah yeah so it just doesn't do, do but i like like everything else i like the other trappings i like the you know the the traditions the you know just uh, like color scheme is pretty neat so i i tend to find like you know the i, I do like messing with with the the horseman even though he never drops the mount Damn um him. yep I I have enjoyed like getting his helmet from time to time. That's always fun to get and being able to make that silly um, cackle out. Um, and you know the the events surrounding it where you're putting out the fires and and whatnot. Those, that's always been fun. You know, messing with the uh, the 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 Wicker Man is yep. always always neat. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean it's typically Halloween and 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 Christmas events and in WoW particularly. But I'm also a been a fan of the final fantasy 14 ones like they didn't do one this one this year because they were just too busy yeah unfortunately but like they typically do like a new event every year and and you can t- tell they, they're so overwhelmed with with the pandemic and and trying to just keep things running that's how much effort they have to put into these things every year yeah. oh yeah no they're that's amazing you know, they did that yeah and, and they always include you know interesting outfits toys mounts like it's it's you know there's always like a continuation of the, the ongoing story for that holiday um so unfortunately we we didn't get to see what's going on with the uh with the imps and whatnot in, in final fantasy 14 but you know the, the christmas is always fun too and it's it's really nice that they have really nice outfits that pop up in the in that event um so yeah, that's I've always enjoyed that, and always enjoyed doing with with, with fellow guildies, um, and just a lot of fun there. And as far as real real life stuff, I mean, I my favorite participation is usually decorating house. Like, yep. you know, mm-hmm. it's I, I'm I'm really big into putting lights <laughs> and decorations and all the other fun stuff, and hooking it all up to you know a, an Internet of Things device that w- I can you know automatically have it go off and on. And, you know, it's just it's it's neat to to try to set up, and especially you know last year and this year, like you know we own this house now, so it's kind of an extra little extra special yeah. bit where you know we're decorating our own house. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's uh, we still had the decorations up because it's you know it's it's day of the dead. Is I I still consider that part of the event. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and then tomorrow, then I'll start taking some of the stuff down, but. Um, then I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, just how early can I do the Christmas stuff? <laughs> you know, there's no rules. If it <laughs> yeah, I know. You, if it brings you 2020, joy right now, there's please no do well, it. Well, the only do rule it. is, is wait for Halloween to finish, is, is as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. So, so well, you know, you can, Halloween can be over tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it's just a figuring out, you know, when, when's a good time and, and how do I want to do it this year? And, you know, I, I've got some stuff, you know, I need to start eyeballing, see if there's anything new I need to add, you know, mm-hmm. got to get that, got to get the Christmas TARDIS out front and mm-hmm. yeah, and just get it all going. And, and it's, it's <laughs> what I look forward to. Yeah. And, cool. and for, for Christmas, especially we do like 
I have um, some from my grandmother that that she left those to us. We have these um, like miniature house things for inside decorations. Right. They're little light up houses, and you can kind of set like a Christmas scene somewhere. Yeah, like a Christmas mm-hmm. village. Yeah. So we kind of once I got those, I kind of made it a tradition every year we'd buy a new one. And usually have that new one be a theme for the year for us. I have no idea what this year's theme is going to be. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a house that's going to match it correctly. But, <laughs> right, um, right. you know, in the past, like, you know, I've, I've gotten like, like last year since, you know, we, we did a lot of shopping to Home Depot. We got actually a Home Depot store because <laughs> 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 we spent so much time there. And in yeah. the past, like I got like a lighthouse because that was, that was one year that we went, had a, had a big family uh, party yeah. at the lighthouse, like, we tried to do some kind of interesting theme. I think one year when, when Jen was really into some kind of crafting event, we got her like a yarn store. Um, so that, that, that fits for your wife. Yeah. So it's, it's just a, like a neat tradition to have. And I just, you know, it's, it's fun to make things festive and it just, it adds to the mood a little bit better to have all that kind of stuff out and see it and just enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's probably it for me. And then that leaves Tetsemi. So my favorite in-game event was not actually something Blizzard planned, but we did back in Wrath of the Lich King era with our raid team, we did a gift exchange. So everyone got, you know, Secret Santa style stuff. Um, And I ended up pulling Ravana, who before all the character remodels and everything, uh, has always played a female orc, which was one of the least picked uh, character, you know, race, gender combinations at the time. Uh, but I ended up going to Goldshire. Yeah, I think that's where the the person that has the kittens for sale is, and ended up getting one of the little kittens. And that was the present. So you have this female orc in her holiday outfit with a tiny little black kitten. It was freaking adorable. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> um, but that's always been fun. Um, and then for for D and D, our one of our friends Mills ran a Christmas themed one shot. And that was really fun. Um, I'm trying to remember, because we had to go not rescue Christmas, but we had to rescue Santa Claus, right? Yeah, but yeah, Father Christmas. It was uh, yeah. rescued it from Krampus, I believe. Yes, we had to rescue him from Krampus. So it was a little bit of the, you know, uh, wow, in-game, go rescue Metzen style thing. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, and it was just a one shot, but it was a it was a complete blast because it had all the holiday themed spells and you know the setting. Um, and we all we all got something special from from Father Christmas or yes. Father. Yeah, was it was it Father Christmas? Father Winter, excuse Father me. Father Winter, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was that was a blast. Um, I think that's my favorite. Um, one shot that we did outside of outside of the video games. Um, I I really do like, like you said, I like Wintervale. I like that because it lasts for a long time, and there's always that mm-hmm. anticipation of, you know, what did Blizzard put under the Christmas tree this year for yep. uh, for stuff? And then, you know, they always do a coop 
we're gonna have to make sure Grimkow or someone does a coop this year. Um <laughs> because you have to take the Red Rider Red Rider BB gun and shoot the opposing All of the faction main, yeah. leaders. Yeah. So we'll have to see if we can pull that off with the expansion launching or if they've leveled the faction leaders. Well, I'm before. sure I'm sure they will. But yeah, we'll have to get to sixty if we want to survive that. Yeah, so exactly. So it'll be interesting. So Yeah. All right, but I think that is, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. All right, well, that makes the show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins suggesting show titles like they've already started, uh, we want to thank the chat room for joining us and chatting with us as we chat with ourselves. Yes. All right, and if you have questions or comments for the show, email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. New is at The MewCow. I am at Cyberwave. And Tet is at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, at 6 p.m. Arizona. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, AIE-Guild.org, slash podcast, dash live, dash stream. And our Discord server for the chat is AIE-Guild.info, slash Discord. For past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel. Um, look for the AIE podcast. Um, our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And now it's time to play all of the great AIE member segments received this week. But our mailbox was empty. So if you guys want to create a 90-second long you know 60 to 90 second segment send it in we'll play it we love member created uh segments indeed and next time we'll we'll let you know once we figure out who's going to be talking with us so that we don't talk to ourselves too much we did that oh. on our own enough actually yes. i got word back we are going to do Psy. We're going to talk to Cyrene because ah. the pre-patch will have launched the pre-patch event will have launched and we'll be going mm-hmm. into the actual expansion launch. So ah, very timely then. Hey. Sounds good. So we'll have Cyrene. Yep. I'm so, updating those notes in case anyone looks at them. Right. Yep. So until then, AIE, uh, this is Mucow. This is Makala. This is Tetsami. And this has been the AIE podcast. Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.